Good evening, millionaires. Welcome to the Stock Market Show, where we meet every evening at 7 p.m. to discuss, analyze, and learn about the stock market. So things were going all well in the market today. Nifty opening with a gap up, moving up, going to near 17,400 levels. Everything was looking fine. There wasn't much volatility as well. Option premiums were really big on either sides. And then the 1.30 p.m. effect coming into the picture. Again, it's been some time uh, that we've seen the 1.30 p.m. candle ha uh, forming that happened today. So Europe basically opened. So if you notice yesterday, when there was a negative sentiment in almost all the global markets, Europe did not move down yesterday. Europe basically did not react to the whole Jerome Powell uh, scene in the US from day before yesterday, right? So Europe kind of started moving down just after opening. Europe is now trading two percentage in the red and exactly at 1.30 p.m. when the European markets opened, we also started falling down and then we saw volatility. Nifty falling nearly 300 points from the day side. From 17.370, it fell down till 17.70 and Bank Nifty falling nearly 1,000 points. Uh, that's a bit of exaggeration, but yeah, uh, near 800 points from the day side. So volatility coming into the picture again. Uh, Indrari option sellers absolutely going into trouble towards the end, I'm sure. Uh, and again, yeah, that's pretty much the summary of the day. Uh, <clears throat> but again, a lot of things to be discussed given next week is going to be crucial for the markets given that sentiments are a bit mixed now, right? If you look, there is positivity from budget. We saw that happening last year. We've seen that this multiple times when budget is positive, we see the markets moving up, right? So last uh, year also, markets moved down a lot and then budget happened and there was a stellar up move after that. So similarly, we could expect a good budget given all the elections which are uh, going to happen after that. So budget can have a positive impact on the market. But then again, there is a negative cloud over the uh, global markets and also price action can be tricky. Now, if you see Nifty has come down a lot, a slight uh, recovery and today uh, a red candle. And if this red candle continues, there can ne be negativity in the market because of technical price action. So all of these to be discussed today. So let's get right into the show. The name is Sharik Shamsuddin. Welcome to the Stock Market Show. Right. Uh, getting into the trade ideas that were shared in live feed section. So uh, two trade ideas were shared. None of them got triggered. So no update there. Uh, but speaking about option selling trade. So, you know, I don't enter a trade on a Friday. I don't carry over weekend positions at all. That's the kind of trader who I am. But today... In the market, looking at the crazy premiums all around, I was kind of forced to enter a trade, but yet I did not enter. But these are all learning opportunities, right? Even now, after the market is closed, I mean, towards the uh, close of the market, if you would have seen, 18,000 coal is trading at a premium of 25 rupees. 16,000 put is trading at a premium of 14 rupees. Uh, even before that, uh, when Nifty was at around 17,200, 300 range, uh, even 18,200, 18,300 was trading at around even about 20 rupees. So absolutely high, crazy premiums all around the market. Uh, and why? It is because of the budget which is coming up next week. And thus, high IV in the market and the high IV uh, contributing to high premium everywhere. So uh, I would really love to know how many of you option sellers actually trying to capitalize the uh, the situation, probably getting into really far OTM positions, uh, which can be super safe. And since our budget is only on Tuesday, right? 
maybe even capitalizing on the uh, weekend effect weekend theta dk and maybe getting out even before the budget or just after the budget if, if there is a, an iv crash happening right so uh, I, i'm sure a lot of you have done that and maybe towards budget or post budget you're planning a long straddle kind of a thing but although all of you long straddle uh, uh, enthusiasts should also factor in the iv crash right so that would also be there so you can probably think about that also so anyways uh, again this all uh challenging the intellect i would say really love to uh, follow all these but again me being the conservative trader i am so did not enter into that at all uh right cool so yeah moving ahead uh, into the first segment of the show markets today uh so yeah before moving into nifty bank nifty analysis i would say uh, i would love to discuss three points number one is the russia ukraine tension which is still going around uh, so uh, there there news of that uh, receding and stuff but again i would still say that the tension is still on uh, so the global markets might be factoring in that as well uh, number 2 is budget yeah budget i've already talked about that in the introduction uh, the chances are high that it would be a budget which would be positive for the markets that is at least the expectations uh, and number 3 uh, is the q3 results which are still coming in a lot of the major nifty 50 index heavyweight q3 results have come out uh, but uh, a few are remaining but this week we really saw uh, q3 results having an impact on the market right uh, icici bank access bank today kotak mahindra bank came out with the q3 results so this really having an impact on the market icici bank went up uh, access bank went up uh, and thereby bank nifty also absolutely overperforming nifty uh, nifty this week is what we saw right uh, and again now uh, speaking about today uh, it was absolutely opposed to what we saw yesterday right we didn't talk about that as well today bank nifty is considerably down bank nifty closing 0.77 percentage down while nifty is just ending flat 0.05 percentage down uh, also one thing to notice is yesterday we saw it moving down and so it weakness in it and strength in bank nifty today it was just the opposite weakness in banks and i, I would say strength in uh, it today right <coughs> speaking about nifty nifty uh, opening with a gap up slow, showing strength in the day moving up till 17370 and then 130 pm euro falling down and the nifty also falling down uh, nifty closing at 17101 which is kind of a very flat close uh, what gave power to nifty was it stocks tcs up by 1.12 percentage infosys up by 0.45 percentage even uh, hdfc housing finance up in the day is what we could see uh, bank nifty went up till 38400 if you see you can see uh in uh, if you go back to the charts you can see 38 400 to 500 is a good zone for bank nifty it took resistance there then the 130 pm and the bank nifty fell 38000 support was broken went down till nearly 37 500 600 and closing at uh, above that is what we could see speaking about the buzzing sectors from the day i would been i mean what is really interesting and exciting for me rather than going into sectoral indices is where i'll talk about broader market indices today when nifty and bank nifty closed in the red nifty mid cap index has closed 1.36% in the green nifty small cap index has closed 1.04% in the green so both of those uh, broader market indices closing more than 1% in the green is absolutely uh, delightful to see at one point if not for the 1:30 pm fall uh, these uh, indices were even further up but then again uh, Uh, there was a larger general market sell off a market wide sell off for which even these fell but again good to see them closing up by more than 1 percentage uh, getting into the buzzing stocks from the day 
uh, what we've talked about, I guess, last week or the week before that, fertilizer subsidies, uh, more fertilizer subsidies are expected in the budget and for the right reasons. Uh, fertilizer stocks are up in the day, UPL, Deepak Nitrate, Tata Chemicals, Deepak Fertilizer, uh, almost all of them up 3, 4, 5 percentage today. Bharati Airtel, we did talk about uh, uh, Google planning to invest in them. Uh, and that has actually uh, gone through 7,400 crores uh, investment and uh, Airtel up by 1.2%. Now, a fun fact, now Google is invested in both Geo and Airtel, right? Just, just uh, I mean, that, that's uh, definitely interesting, right? Uh, moving ahead, LIC Housing Finance had a really bad last few weeks. But today, good to see the stock bouncing back up with a lot of strength. Uh, moving up by 11 percentage. TVS Motors uh, did an interesting thing yesterday. They were all around social media going around saying that, hey, we're going to announce something super interesting. Uh, uh, I mean, they were teasing uh, for sure. But then the announcement actually led to a 4.3 percentage fall in the shares price, TVS Motors. Uh, so they announced that they've acquired 75 percentage shares in a Swedish e-cycle company. Uh, and and they spent 740 crore rupees for that. That, that that's definitely interesting, right? Uh, anyways, the uh, TVS Motors falling 4.3 percentage today. Kotak Mahindra Bank again. I'm not interested in the stock price movement today, but what is interesting is the year-on-year uh, uh, -year profit has risen by 15 percentage. Now I hope you remember what has happened with other companies. Um, HDFC Bank, year-on-year -year profit increase was 18%. ICICI Bank, it was 25%. Uh, Access Bank, it was crazy, astronomical, right? It was really high, 200% or so, right? If I'm right. Uh, and now, uh, Kotak Mahindra Bank, it's 15% up. So uh, you can do your own comparison between these private banks, right? Now, speaking about FII, DA activity, very interesting to see. FII is selling for 5,000 crore rupees today. Now, that's big, right? And again, that is where we can uh, think about, hey, if what if this time there isn't a post-budget rally? Because anyways, FII is selling so much. Last week also they sold. And again, there is a ne global negativity. That's why next week can be super tricky. Uh, DIS anyways buying for 3,358 crores. Moving ahead in the next segment of the show, markets tomorrow. Uh, so I, I already mentioned this. European markets are down two percentage already. U.S. futures are down 0.7, percentage. So uh, that is that. And now when I was looking into OI analysis, I was looking into NSE's option chain uh, for OI data or options data. Uh, I, I feel something's missing there. I, I feel uh, there is something wrong with the NSE's website because if you uh, compare the the closing premium of all strike prices on your broker to what is available on NSE's data, there is a mismatch. And also, if you look into OI buildup, uh, I can't even see a single strike with more than one lakh contracts for the coming expiry, which is, again, uh, uh, a bit fishy, right? I mean, or well, it's interesting. So I feel that there is something wrong with NSE's website. Maybe that will be updated in some time. Uh, maybe they're working on that. But I think that... or. It's not, I think, right? The data on NSE's website isn't correct right now. So I can't do an OI analysis right now. Uh, so let me maybe wait for till tonight or to, tomorrow if the data or the numbers on the NSE's website changes or we'll have to wait till Monday to understand what exactly the situation is. But from the given data, what I see is it's really call heavy. People have sold a lot of call options. Uh, the put call ratio is way, way, way below one. Uh, so that is definitely interesting. So given the mismatch from the data in the broker and NSE and uh, the numbers also being low, I'm not commenting on that. I'm not getting into an, any analysis at all. Uh, but one thing I would say is 
keeping apart any analysis from option chain if you look into your broker you can see premiums were really high everywhere we already had this discussion in the initial segment of the show uh so yep yeah, i again i would conclude today's uh show by saying again or re-establishing what i said uh, in the introduction itself right so if you ask about the next week historically we can see that there can be a post budget rally again given the fact that we're expecting a good budget this this time around right so that's number one but again at the same time there's global negativity there is price action which isn't looking that great right if there is another uh, down move and if nifty comes below 17000 and if it breaks 16850 i i'm seriously expecting a larger down move it, it is a perfect setup for a larger down move from there uh, or else nifty will have to consolidate somewhere around 17000 to 17400 for some time and then break 17400 towards the upper direction uh, so the coming days can be definitely be interesting and uh, I'll, I'll be staying away mostly next week right i don't want to uh, uh, get stuck in a rally either way so i don't want to do that at all so let's see uh, so one thing i would say is uh, make sure that you attend the sunday live or re read the week ahead analysis article on market field Sunday because that'll have a lot of insights uh, about the <clears throat> budget and the expectations and what we can expect uh, from that right and also I expect NSE's website to be all okay by then so yeah that's it from my side for today I see that it's been a very quick show and I also see there are two super chats here uh, quickly taking them uh, the first one is from Neelima Vijayan. Hi, Sharik. 185 stocks just last one year. So, okay, this is a follow-up from yesterday. So really interesting to see that. I select fundamentally good stocks, buy them at fear zones and book profits at greed zones. I do my own study before I buy the stock. So no stop loss. Analyzing 15 new stocks now to reach 200 stocks milestone. Again, super happy to see this. Wishing you all the very best, Neelima Vijayan. And thank you for coming back and updating on the same. Uh, the next one is from Himanshu Tripathi. Now, he's also uh, being regular here. Uh, now, being regular here comes with its own uh, negative sides also, I can see. So, not getting into all those. Anyways, Himanshu Tripathi, uh, Sergi, could you please tell how Obstra calculates probability of profit? Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so, it's not just pro uh, Obstra. Even Sensible calculates uh, probability of profit. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure if both of their calculations are the same. And I wouldn't even indulge or or get into understanding how they're calculating uh, probability of profit because I wouldn't trust that, right? So when I build a strategy either on Obstra or on uh, Sensible, I never look into probability of profit. I mean, how can you trust them? I mean, one, you don't know their uh, algorithm. And two, if you were to just trust them, then anyone could go look at a strategy, look at the probability of profit and make money, right? So it doesn't matter what the probability of profit is. It's up to you how you use it and uh, come out with profits, right? So uh, I would say that I am not sure about exactly what the calculation is, but the larger point is uh, don't, I don't think you should be a trader who should be trusting that or should be taking that as a cue, right? Even if you're taking that as a cue, that should be, like very, very, uh, or way below in your list of priorities, which you, you take when you are planning a trade, right? It should never be a large driver for you to decide what trade to enter into. That's what I would say, right? I, I teach people uh, how to use these platforms. And in every mentorship, people come asking me this. And uh, this is my honest answer. I never look into that. And I, I don't want you to look into that. Uh, that's my honest answer there. Uh, right. Uh, I don't see any other questions and I don't see anything else also happening here. Uh, as usual, I can see uh, uh, Amal, uh, Abdul and Ajay uh, answering to a lot of questions here. So uh, I hope this is all managed and yeah, let's end this weekend. Uh, it's 
definitely an interesting week coming up ahead is what i would say so yeah wishing you all the very best for the coming week this is mr dishak from signing off stay safe stay invested wish you well very good night